This podcast is brought to you in part by the Pop Insider. The Pop Insider has all the latest in news, merch reviews, and other geeky goodness. Whether you're a wizard, a Sith Lord, or a superhero, fuel your fandom at thepopinsider.com. Do not adjust your settings. Take your hands off the keys. Your search is over. These are the geeks you're looking for. You found Geek Watch One. Hey, Geeksters, I'm Kylan. And I'm Ken. And you found Geek Watch One. Welcome back, Geeksters, to Geek Watch One. And, uh, man, we're alive. And, you know, it's weird. The news is tur- like almost turned off the second half of this week for some reason. <laughs> it's weird. <laughs> and calm and we can breathe oh so yeah it's i, I don't know it's like i i can sleep that's right <laughs> i think there's a lot of people sleeping a lot better than they have for the past few years yeah but just saying <laughs> how's your guys week overall good it was a good week it was a good week keeping warm considering how much the temperature dropped this week oh yeah well winter finally showed up yeah we we may not have had a had it in in the realm of a lot of snow but definitely the cold mm-hmm. oh yeah well that's that's ohio uh, the, yeah. if you're gonna get heavy snow you're gonna get it end of december into early january then when the temperature drops you're done yeah right but that's a, a lot of that is also because lake erie's temperature finally starts to drop down and all of a sudden it's not evaporating there's no moisture in the air okay. right people outside of this of this region the great lakes region of america don't realize how much all of the lakes affect the whole area yeah, that's true. So that's true. I like to call it. I love watching the storm fronts that come across from the west, and they come hit the lakes and just start spinning. I call it the yeah. Great Lakes yeah. sit and spin because the the front will stop and just start spinning, yep. <laughs> and just yep. stay there. <laughs> and that's why we have snow belts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Luckily, we're just south of the um real the heavy one. Yeah. Right. And it's funny because it is in it is an actual line. You could put a sign on the street. Saying where the snow belt starts. Yep. Because you can yep. drive north and get have like three inches of snow. You hit that sign and you got three feet of snow. <laughs> right. And then then we get that weird like opposite effect where instead of everything in the snow belt getting it, everything outside of the snow belt gets it. Yeah, like, that's right. They get nothing up in Cleveland, but we get the foot and a half of snow down in Akron, and right. we're like forty five minutes away. <laughs> the other weird one is the like two miles. At the Akron Airport. From the Akron Airport, for about two miles north, there's a belt there. Yeah. Yeah. Because there'll be nothing in north of it, nothing south of it, but you'll have a blizzard in the middle. Right. We have – it's the epitome of weird weather in Ohio. See? This is the perfect place for a meteorologist to live. Yeah. It really is. There's always something to talk about. The funny thing is they love it. Like if if you watch any of the Cleveland weather people – they get excited about it. Well, like yeah. they're just like we've been tracking this front and all this, and it's like they they will interrupt programs because of a snowstorm, not yeah. an earthquake, tornado, or no, a snowstorm. They'll interrupt it to let you know the past. Well, yeah, <laughs> hey, Lima had you know, that this week. Yeah, who did? I mean, I mean, the interstate oh. can go 2. from 4? safely drivable to a sheet of ice in like five minutes. You yeah, know? Yeah. Well, that's um. My old boss grew up um, part and lived for a while in Santa Barbara. He said that is one of the most boring places in the world to be a meteorologist. Every <laughs> about ninety nine percent of the year, sunny and seventy five. That's it. Every once in a yeah. while, you might get a sprinkle, but then it's gone, and you're back to sunny and seventy five every day, all day. If we lived in there- Santa Barbara, if we lived in Santa Barbara, I would have to have a yacht and like listen because that's perfect yacht rock music, yeah, like yeah, and yeah. weather. Yeah. Well, that everybody in Santa Barbara pretty much has a yacht. I mean, that that is kind of where. <laughs> I think that's why you're there. That's like, right. You can't actually live in Santa Barbara unless you have a yacht. And but I didn't realize, to looking at a map, Santa Barbara actually faces south. I believe the coast runs east west into Santa Barbara. Yeah, it, it's got that. It's where the coast comes south and it kind of cuts in and it goes back down. There was there was that movie a few years ago with Steve Martin as a weatherman. He may have been located in Santa Barbara because. He wanted to get away for the weekend or something, yeah. and so he basically pre-recorded yeah. all kinds of weather. <laughs> it was the because same. It was the same, but then they ended up getting a massive storm while he was away or something. Yeah. Like it was the one time they got a storm. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. Anyway, we we also um another thing we did this week we finally 
finished the first season of Snowpiercer because the second season <coughs> starts this week. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We liked it. The first season was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And a lot – they did a lot more than the movie. Like, they, they branched off from where the movie did mm-hmm. things and definitely stretched things out and made a completely different statement. So they did. Was it, was it better than you were expecting it to be? Because I remember when we watched – we watched it while it was um, premiering all – um, or when it first came out, you guys were saying you were hesitant because you weren't sure you weren't happy with the movie and some other things. You just weren't sure what what you're going to get there. What'd you think? Was it better or worse than you thought it would be? We were we were pretty happy with the movie, but we weren't sure based on like I think the first episode we'd watched at the time. Yeah, but it grew. I think maybe maybe by the third episode, it took off. Yeah. Yeah, it was sort of like the first couple of episodes. You're like, uh, well, the first couple of episodes were very much like the movie. Right. They mm-hmm. had to move beyond it to actually become something of its own. Right. Yeah. And and then because because of the way the first episode ended, you're like, okay, so how do you get from here to the movie? Yeah. Because that now is all of a sudden it's interesting. So. And then they basically trashed the movie along the way and thought we're doing our own thing. Yeah, because yeah. I'm like. <laughs> I didn't the know train that there must were two. Keep moving. At, at like, some point, I'm gonna have to get, pick up the book and listen and read the book, the original book from it. Right. Yeah, it's based on one book, isn't it? It's one, a, it's a, a graphic. comic. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. At some point, I'm gonna have to get that and um, check it out so you can see where um, the concept came from. Was it French? It was French. It was French and translated. That makes sense. So, uh, <laughs> French comics are are interesting sometimes. A lot of it's like dystopian sci-fi. Yes, they they do love their dystopia. I mean, maybe they have life too good. They just all expected dystopia. Well, I mean, because uh, the uh, what's that, that other show that we were watching on Sci-Fi that was the the time travel one. I forget anyone. Yeah, but that was based on a uh, a French short film. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the movie a couple of years ago, the one Sci-Fi movie, um, it wasn't Jupiter Rising, but um, or Jupiter Ascending. It was um. Oh no! It was that. It was the other one that we had the free comics for. Yeah. The- yeah, there yeah. was there was one that was yeah it was based it was on a the similar co- similar world to like what Fifth Element was set up the way Fifth Element looked that was very similar style right so it, it's like the I said cheese and wine huh it's the cheese and wine yeah <laughs> life is good with the cheese and wine so it's gonna go very badly that's right <laughs> the, the other we actually started though because we never got to it we finally started Altered Carbon so we're midway through the first season of that ah right. live action. Yeah. Okay. Good show. I wish it would be nice if they kept it going a little bit, but. I I think they were, I don't think they were going to continue it at all past the second season. Um, I don't know. I know we got two full, two full seasons, so, and it's cool that, um, well, I got, we got, you guys already know what happens anyway, but. Yeah. It's cool seeing the changes between the first and second season. And I mean, the, the, the thing is, it's kind of like they, they set themselves up to be able to use whatever actors they want. Yeah. So. Right. <laughs> With the skin thing, so uh, oh, and we did start Vikings too. We finally started watched a few episodes of the right the end of Vikings. I we haven't started that one yet, but it's on our list. We just haven't sat down to do it. Um, we did though sit down and watch uh, the premiere of Batwoman season two, right? Which was was fun, Vicky. You said uh, you liked it a lot better than you expected. I like well, I like how the well because it's like well, when an actor when the lead actor drops out of a show, how do you move past that? And I right. liked how they did that. Mm-hmm. I like I like the so far I like the character that is going to be Batwoman. I like that she's kind of clumsy and klutzy and you know not sure of what she's doing. She's not automatically a superhero. Exactly, yeah. exactly. She, she already knows all the martial arts because she's actually they, there's like a one line thing she's talking to a parole officer how um she's actually a martial arts instructor but you don't see okay. much of that in in her character and stuff. It's not what you expect to see from a martial arts instructor. Okay. And um, the cool thing is everybody says how she's an ex-con and stuff, but in this, she was actually um, in jail for, how what, a year or two? 18 months. 18 months, and she didn't do it. She was framed on it. Okay. Okay. So it, she, it, was, it was wrong place, wrong time or something. We don't know the whole story. Well, but they did. But you they can tell it. she didn't actually do it. Well, they showed it. They moved into their new apartment, and there were squatters. Yeah. Well, oh, yeah. That I, Okay, yes. There were people there, and um, ends up with... Um, people dead and um you find out that it was the wonderland gang that was squatting in the apartment which gives you your uh, whole um impetus of her fighting against alice all season right she finds out alice is the one who killed her adopted um uh, mom it was her and her adopted mom had just got a brand new apartment and the landlord and so they the killed landlord the mother and the in. landlord 
and she li- yeah. she lived through it, but somehow she got hooked on it. Okay. But that also gives you your whole idea of why she wants to take down Alice. Right, right. Um, and yeah, they, yeah. how they got That's rid of, the, huh? When I, was, when I was seeing the ads, I was noticing Alice was still the big bad, and I'm like, what's the what's the connection going to be? That yeah, was, that was right. my question. And it does still revolve around Kate Kane. Because um, in the very beginning, you see there's an airplane that crashed, and you right. find out it's a um, it's a Wayne Tech, uh, Wayne Industries, whatever. It's a Wayne plane. It supposedly had Kate on it. Right. She was right. flying home from National City because uh, well, you guys are gonna you probably read all the spoilers anyway, haven't you, Don? I have, yeah. Okay, so the, she had gone to National City to get a piece of kryptonite because supposedly kryptonite in this is the only thing that could actually punch through the bat suit with a bullet. Okay. Which is okay. interesting because in this it's almost like Kryptonite's like the t- one of the toughest alloys in the world or so- or in the universe or something. I, I've never, huh? Adamantium. Yeah, basically. Green steel. Right. <laughs> so, um, but that's the idea. But in the plane, the plane crashes, and Ryan is actually on the beach there. Also, she finds the bat suit in the wreckage, but doesn't find any. Finds one body, but it's not Kate. So no one knows what's happened to Kate or anything else. So there is always the chance because they even said that there was a chance that Kate at some point may show up. If Ruby yeah, Rose they, decides she wants to come back or something. They specifically said they were not going to kill her off. Yeah. Right. So it leaves it open. So, and then uh, obviously Ryan finds the suit and already wants to um, get vengeance for her mom. Right. Mm-hmm. And uh, decides to use the suit to start do, start doing that. Of course. So, and we do meet Bruce Wayne kind of in the first episode because that was, that was shown in the um, finale last year. Right. That right. Tommy Elliott got the face job. But the nice thing right. is, like they've done with a lot of the CW shows, they're not going to drag that out. At the end of the first episode, that's done, and we can move forward into actual Batwoman. Okay, right. that's good. So that's it. All these other shows, even starting with Arrow, we've noticed they, the the big cliffhanger, they go ahead and finish that in your first one or two episodes so that your new season can actually be new stuff. Right. right. So, But it looks like it's going to be fun from here forward. Well, yeah, because you go from meatball to steak back to meatball. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah, they did make a... Uh, um, comment about that with his face that she Alice tells him at one point um, she'll turn his face back into ground beef or meatballs or something like that no well, what was it it's better to watch it yeah than trying to explain it there's some kind of comment like that in there mm-hmm. okay it's better to watch it mm-hmm. than trying to explain it but you do get to see the um, the mansion the same mansion they use in every CW show since the beginning of time Luther Mansion okay. all the way up through because that's now Wayne Manor also <laughs> They use different parts of it, but it's the exact same mansion. I think there's only one mansion in all of Vancouver. Probably. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it's kind of like that that one, the one, um, there's one hospital. Yes. Sanitarium. Insane asylum, whatever. I think the first time you ever see that place, I think Buffy used it for a couple of episodes, too. It goes all the way back yeah. there, but they've used it all the way up through now. Yeah. Right. Every spot yeah. of that, I mean, there's only so much you can do to change what it looks like, and it's the same every time. No matter how you light it, no matter, it's the same place. Close up on this stairwell. It's like, oh yeah, we know it's the place. Just give a one yeah, right. shot. <laughs> <laughs> so but that was fun. What else did we watch? Anything else big this week? Mm-mm. Not much. Played a lot more Final Fantasy. I'm finally actually putting some real hours and moving on through the story. <laughs> good. It's good stuff so far. I'm way overpowered because of how much time I've put in and not moving the story forward. Just doing all the side <laughs> stuff. So, anything else you guys were checking out this week? Uh well I finally finished uh was it the Dao Wu yeah. and he got to move on yeah it was <laughs> it was uh dry yeah also it, it was a book it, you know you, you know one of those things that you hear people say not well the phrase well the saying rather that you don't don't look too closely into your idols so I'm not saying I because I don't idolize them in any way but. You know, I was interested in seeing the the philosophy and the uh, the uh, inspiration for mm-hmm. the RZA as far as Wu Tang Clan and you know how he arrives at a lot of the stuff that he talks about in his uh, songs. And yeah, uh, it was it was an interesting read. Um, I learned some stuff that I I don't know how I feel about it, but. I gladly move on and actually I've started my sorry started my, my my next book and I'm enjoying it a lot more. I think I, I needed some nonfiction I needed some fiction in my life. 
I think two books of nonfiction was Ky- enough. Kylan has realized that's too much nonfiction for him. Yeah, that's too much. Well, that, <laughs> too much. So, you're, so you're saying it did what philosophy books do and make you start thinking and you're not sure what you think about what you're thinking. There you go. Not that, you know, that, that's a philosophy book. Well, because I, I minored in philosophy and I liked all my philosophy books. This was like, but it, it wasn't all philosophy though. You no, had, it wasn't all philosophy. You had numerology. That was the big. Yeah, thing. that was the thing. That was numerology. Their and own that's version the, of numerology. Yeah, and I think that, I think that was the end of the logic behind the numerology. And I'm sitting there trying to follow it. And that that kind of broke my brain because they made <laughs> up their own logic. Yeah, yeah. It's Wu Tang logic. It's Wu Tang logic. <laughs> Well, but, you know, I, it's like the the joke of um, when you go to school for philosophy, you got a doctorate in philosophy. What do you, what does that allow you to do? Sit around and Fake think. Bread. <laughs> what job do you get to as a when you get a doctorate in philosophy? Teaching philosophy. That's the only job you can have doing that. <laughs> That's true. <Right>. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway. So, but uh, well, we're gonna get into some news here in a minute. But before you do. Remember to check out www.geekwatch1.com, guys. That's where you're going to find everything you can, um, everything Geekwatch 1. Miss Dawn keeps that updated and ready to go. All of our friends are over there. All of, um, you, we have a page on there now with, um, some of the guests we've had on, right? Yep. Okay, we have a guest page. We have, um, all of our sponsors' links. It's not full of links, so just, uh, there's a couple over to the side. Check them out. All it does is help us out a little bit. It doesn't cost you anything. It's not, they're not going to track you to the moon. Just um, check them out and help us out. Also, um, our friends at the Pop Insider and the Toy Insider, that's their website, the Pop Insider and the Toy Insider.com. Uh, for all of your news on geeky stuff, uh, a lot of toy reviews and different things coming out. I saw, um, I looked at the Pop Insider this morning, and it was interesting because Toy Insider usually takes care of all the toy stuff, but there's a lot. I'm always surprised how much Naruto stuff is still coming out. And? and the shows have been the show has been the actual Naruto shows have been over for three or four years, but they're still putting lots and lots of stuff out. So that, right. but that's awesome because Vicky and I loved Naruto when it was for when it was out. So check the Pop Insider and the Toy Insider out, um, and also our buddy Charlie Murphy over at Stray Dog and Cafe Three Eighty Eight for all of your um, gourmet culinary needs. <laughs> I don't know if it's all of the needs, but a big, a big chunk of them for sure. If you call Charlie, he will fill all of your needs. <laughs> that's, that's true. If you if you pay him enough, he'll make anything. That's, that's right. True. That's and, true, d- yes. and don't forget Charlie's pickle <laughs> and his balls. Yes. Oh my god. Oh, those are available now too, aren't they? Yeah. Balls are delicious. Yes, yeah. the sauerkraut balls and the Akron pickle. <laughs> I like sauerkraut. Don't like balls. <laughs> so from the huh? He gives you a side. He gives you a side of his mustard with his balls too. Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. He's got a bunch of different mustards too. I love his original. His um, what is it? Is it maple honey maple mustard or something? Yeah, like that? honey that's maple. That's really good. Yeah. Oh, that's the one he does on every once in a while, and uh, mainly he did it for just the uh, shows that he was doing at Highland Squares. The Highland Square Dog has that. This right. is it's his all beef hot dog inside of a maple cream stick with the uh, maple mustard. And I think bacon too. That that mustard he used to um, glaze his ham with the holiday dinners that yes. he did. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yes. Cool. So check him out. That's Stray Dog Akron or Cafe Three Eighty Eight on all social media. So right. from there, Miss Dawn, what's going on out there in the world? Well, we actually had a lot of <clears throat> announcements this week from various sources. Um, one of the things I cobbled together was some more movie release updates because we know that happens on a regular basis now. And, um, you know, just when we thought it was just going to be in the fall that they were switching them out. Now we're into the new year and they know movie theaters are not going to be opening full force anytime soon. So they're changing some more. We found out that the King's man has been pushed back from the planned March 12th release to August 20th. So they are hoping for a, a summer release with movie theaters being back open. Mm-hmm. We also found out that A Quiet Place, which had originally been scheduled for March 18th of 2020, then moved to September 2020, then April 2021, has now been shifted to September 17th this year. Okay. Um, we also got Ghostbusters Afterlife, which was supposed to come out last June, is now more than a year off from that original date and we're not getting it until November 11th of this year. Okay. Yeah. Right now, and, uh, as it looks like November's really, really tight. Yeah. November's going to be pretty big for a lot of stuff. Um, and now uncharted, we were supposed to be getting this July has moved to next year, 
February 11th, 2022. They're basically avoiding all of the shifted movies <laughs> and just okay. going right for a new year. Okay. All right. Um, and then we also unfortunately found out uh, about Bob's Burgers, the movie. It was set to be released last July, mm-hmm. pushed back to this April, and now 20th Century Studios has taken it off the release calendar. Oh, okay. So we don't know when it's happening. Obviously, it has been finished to at least a great degree if they were supposed to release it last year. Right. Um. So, yeah, so now there's nothing. I think really a lot of places are looking at taking a few things off the release schedule entirely until things are a little more certain with movie theaters. You right. know what might happen with that one? Uh, is Bob's Burgers streaming anywhere? Is it like on Hulu? Um, well, Bob's Burgers is now owned by Disney. Yeah, that's what, so, I was, yeah. That's <laughs> what I'm wondering. Um, if Because Hulu, I've noticed like next month, they're actually getting a couple of marquee movies debuting there with Sonic is going there and a couple of other ones. I'm wondering if that may end up, they may end up launching that and trying to, cause they, I, you know, they want Hulu to be um, able to have, I mean, Bob's burgers isn't the necessarily rated MA or mature, but the mm. more the adult and stuff things going more to Hulu that may end up happening there. They may premiere that on Hulu. I mean, it's, it's a good possibility. The only thing is they really wanted to get Bob's burgers on the big screen. Yeah. Right. Like not, not because it's a movie that you have to see on the big screen, but they wanted to get the characters there. Right. Yeah. So it'll it'll kind of just depend how long they decide to mm. hold it before trying to get it released, but it may be something that ends up on streaming instead. Mm-hmm. Well, the nice thing about animated movies is they they can be somewhat timeless depending on what you've put in it. So even right. ones that are with a TV show that's going on um, TV right now, because a lot of times those are held totally separate story. Well, and I mean, if if you look at a show like Bob's Burgers, it's not a progressive show. It's not something where where something builds on something. There's no. a, there's a few things with little characters that one thing leads to another that in a later episode it'll call back to something. Right. But yeah. it's very seldom that it does that. So right. it's the sort of show you can watch out of order, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So Well, yeah, it's like all the other animation block shows there with The Simpsons and American Dad and all of the Family Guy. All of those could be you just pick up an episode as you go. Right. Mm-hmm. So, so, you know, it, the, it's unlikely they've slotted the movie into a specific time zone in the show. Right. So we'll see what happens. Mm-hmm. The good news we found out recently was that all five seasons of the Muppets classic series yes. will be streaming on Disney Plus as of February 19th. I wonder how expensive yes. that was for Disney. Yes. Just in licensing alone. Because <laughs> supposedly, rumors were that's the whole reason we only have three seasons on DVD, and those were actually edited. Yes. Because of right. the music rights. So I'm that's wondering, the are these going to be full, unedited shows with everything in it? Or are they going to have so to edit out around certain songs? Or how are they doing this? So far, they've said they're full episodes of full seasons. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I so, can't... But Disney, Disney uses songs all the time. They have mm-hmm. the rights to everything. Right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I- I can see Disney put if if Disney was willing to put it on Disney Plus, it was going to have to be the full. Mm-hmm. I, I couldn't see them well, like have given anything for. No, it. No, there's other things that they've edited little things here and there out of. But they per they they did that themselves. Yeah, like there's like there are things that they edited for not, content, yeah, but not, not much. Not because of rights issues, right? Or anything yeah, like that. right. This so would yeah, be nice because so well, there's we'll a lot of people that have never been exposed to the original Muppet Show. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And considering kind of the crash and burn reboots they've tried the past couple times mm-hmm. for the Muppets, um, it'll be nice to have the originals. Well, right. we discussed this when the new Muppet, the newest version of the Muppet Show hit Disney Plus, how the um, because of the way TV is right now, we this right now might be the time for a Muppets actual variety show like the original one was. So I'm wondering if they watch their streaming on this, see how popular this is, and maybe do a re- or don't do a reboot. Do just a continuation where the Muppets get back into the theater and start doing the Muppet Show again, right? Exactly. Because I mean, that's that's basically why the other ones didn't do well because people wanted the variety show mm-hmm. or at least wanted the feel of it, and right. they just didn't. They tried. They tried to modernize it too much. Yeah. Right. Well, that's for the first time. Um, I've I never actually sat down to watch Muppets Most Wanted, the second of the new movies, but okay. that's what happened in that movie was they were actually. Doing the original Muppet Show, and it, this, it was all the stuff that the movie was about, everything that was going around that show. Ah, I haven't seen it. 
Yeah, I I saw mo- some of it on New Year's e- New Year's Day, so I got to sit down and watch the whole thing again. But that's what it was. Everything that happens in that movie is basically the movie's not about the show, but it's all the events that are happening while they're touring the show. Right. Right. So, um, we did finally get some other streaming news because I think it was maybe even just last week you were asking about it. Um, we have the launch date for Paramount Plus. Yes. It going to be launching in the u.s and latin america on march 4th um now as we've discussed before this is basically just the rebrand of cbs all access because they merged with viacom and so now they have cbs nickelodeon mtv comedy central and paramount pictures back catalogs Mm -hmm. so they basically want a place to put everything and you can't just call it cbs all access Mm -hmm. when you're everything yeah right well there's so yeah, Paramount Plus we're getting, and um, we'll get a glimpse. Viacom, CBS is getting is offering a glimpse to their investors on February twenty fourth. So we'll find out more about a lot of what's coming. Okay, right on launch. Well, another one that I because you mentioned HBO or um, MTV and all those, I um, I realized I didn't found out this week. I didn't realize Pluto TV that we've mentioned a couple times on here because it's basically uh, like cable TV in an app. I didn't realize yeah. that's actually owned by Viacom. Also, that's there's a lot of yeah. um, Comedy Central and MTV content on there already. Yeah, right. and a yeah, lot of the other have. Paramount stuff that's already in there. And 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 get guess what might be disappearing from Pluto TV soon. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because they had uh, they they had a whole Star Trek channel on there. Like yeah, like they they're I think always they still like, do. Right. So they had Star Trek channel. That that's one that I saw the the Mission Impossible channel on. And I think all that is uh, Viacom as well. Yeah, I noticed. So I'm wondering, but they did note on there. They they there was like an ad on Pluto that said things are changing. Uh, check us out on March 14th. Yeah, okay. yeah. They may. Oh. You know what they could do? They could do uh, Paramount Plus as fully um, do a merger where instead of doing like Peacock, where there's different streams in the one app, they may do. Mm-hmm. Paramount Plus has their premium ready to go, but Pluto TV, the free version. Right. Right. So it's free streaming, all kinds of stuff that's on there. But if you want to choose what you want to watch when and on demand, you have to do Paramount Plus. Right. So because they used to have a 007 channel on there. I noticed that's gone now, but um, they do still have Star Trek. They had the one that's really cool. If you got a Saturday morning or whatever and you want to turn something on, they have a classic Doctor Who channel. It's 24 seven of old Doctor Who. Right. Yeah. And I mean, it could be that that's that's where they show all the classic stuff for free with commercials, mm-hmm. kind of like you know when you pay the lower rate for Hulu. Yeah. Um, and then you have to go to Paramount Plus to get the originals, to get their new reboots they're doing, and to get the the newer versions of shows. And exactly. Stuff. I could almost see them doing some of the um, like maybe something like a Star Trek Discovery or some of those as a once a week, like you would now where like on Tuesday nights at eight o'clock on the Star Trek channel, you play, Star- but that's the only time you get to see it. If you want to watch the replays, you got to go to Paramount plus. Right. Right. Because um, th- they have DVRs for streaming services, but not, it's not that popular. Right. Right. So well, because I'm, for the most part you can do on demand. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Although so. CBS has really hacked down. A lot of the stuff that's available for their on-demand stuff. Well, oh. probably as a prelude to Paramount. Yeah, yeah. Well, they've done that for years. If you notice, stuff that's on CBS, you don't find on much streaming platforms at all. Warner Brothers was like that for a long time too, before they launched HBO Max. Yeah. Right. They're ba- basically, they're they're creating a want. Right. You know, they're they're creating the market for themselves, and people are asking, "Where's this? Where's this?" Well, just wait. You can sign up and get it. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> that's for years and years. I was looking for Babylon Five. So finally, um, Amazon paid a bunch of money and got it on there because no one right. had it because it was another one of those Warner Brothers shows. Super or um, Smallville was that way for a long time too. No one had it anywhere until Hulu got it. That's why they did that that Stargate streamer on its own, mm-hmm. right? And then, and I, I guess it's still around, but now all the Stargate stuff is on. It's all on it's Hulu. on Amazon and Hulu. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, eventually they just let everybody have it because they weren't pulling enough money to actually keep that up and running. Right. Yeah. They 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 realized what most streamers realize. You can't just guarantee an audience on one theme. Right. Yeah. Paramount and CBS may have been able to pull that off with Star Trek, but they would have had to have a lot of original content. Yes. Yes. But um, yeah, that one just one fandom is hard to run a streaming service on. It is. So, and more streaming news from Netflix. 
Uh, in its shareholders letter, which was released last week, Netflix announced it secured 8.5 million more paid subscribers to help it cross the 200 million mark. Wow. Memberships were up 23% from the previous year's fourth quarter. Not surprisingly, everyone's stuck at home and getting Netflix. Right. <laughs> I mean, yeah. But the other interesting part was that it also announced in the first half of this year, Netflix is going to add a tool to allow it to pick a title based on a user's preferences rather than requiring you to browse for something to watch. Basically, it's Netflix roulette. Um, you indicate you want to skip the browsing feature entirely mm-hmm. and click a button and Netflix picks the title and plays it. Okay. So they and, have- and it's based on what you've already watched. It's based on whether you've liked or disliked certain things. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is why your grading of shows is so important. Give the thumbs up if you like it. Yeah. Um, but now if you can't, if you don't want to sit there and let your dinner get cold as you're scrolling for 10 minutes to figure out what you want to watch. Right. You get to play roulette. Yeah. And it's interesting because like, you know, when, with Disney plus, uh, first came on the scene, people were like, well, what's going to happen to, to Netflix? Netflix is going to Netflix is doing fine. Netflix, you know, I think what people tend to forget is Netflix provides a ton of of their own unique content. Yeah, Netflix has a lot of originals now. They do. I mean, the thing is, people questioned what would happen to Netflix, but the fact is, you get different stuff on Netflix. This is why you have different streamers, right? Because you have different stuff. Right. Stuff you get on Netflix, you can't get anywhere else, and vice versa for all the other ones. Right. And Netflix gives you a lot more international content than they used to. You can find yeah. TV shows and movies that mm-hmm. you've never heard of that right. are right up your alley that you're like, how did I miss this? Well, because it was from Korea. That's how you missed it. Right. That's, you know? that's the only thing I have on – one of the few things I have on Netflix is they need to um, put a thing on there that as you're flipping through that if it's a foreign show in, with subtitles, it says at the begin, uh, somewhere in there in the early description that it's subtitled. Because some stuff looks really, really cool, but you don't know until you start streaming it that it's all in Korean or whatever language it was originally. Finish Viking. Don't be lazy. Read the subtitles. See, (laughs) the problem is I usually watch TV doing something else, and my ADD won't let me look away from the TV. So I'm stuck for two hours of not doing anything at all. Well, that your problem is is you can't read and watch fast enough. No, I can. It's just, like I said, I have to focus 100% on that only. Because then you'll miss well, something. Well, that's not a bad thing. See, see, in this day and age, people are a little too, you know, instant gratification and very little attention spans. Yeah. And uh. you go ahead and pay attention to the show that you're watching and put your phone down and not mm-hmm. play games. And Well, and usually all. I'm I doing mean, other stuff around the house, too. <laughs> well, hey, just sit your ass down for an hour. Uh, <laughs> Most of the time in the descriptions, Netflix does say subtitles. Yeah. It will tell you. Um, but some of the best shows are ones you've never heard of because they're in another language. So. Right. Like, there's a Korean, there was a Korean remake of Leverage. I would love to see what they did with it. But I think it only lasted one season. Like, I don't, I don't know. If, maybe it'll show up on Netflix. Maybe it will. I would love <laughs> to see it, you know. But it's like, it's like the show Dark. Like the, 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 the German series Dark, mm-hmm. that that is dubbed, by the way, just in case you want to watch it. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> but it was three. It was fantastic. I wouldn't have known about it if it had not shown up on Netflix. Right. And people started talking about this amazing time travel thriller series. <laughs> I'm just like, I wouldn't have known of it otherwise. And, you know, there's and there's crazy stuff. I have watched. I think it was called The Casketeers. Mm hmm. This is just me wanting to know the crazy stuff in other nationalities, mm-hmm. but it's set in New Zealand. It's a reality show about a Maori-owned and operated funeral parlor. Okay. Oh, yeah. And you find out how they run funerals that are traditionally Maori and various things about their culture, as well as like day-to-day businesses and the crazy things that funeral parlors have to buy or have to do, or just like the ridiculousness of it. It's a great little show. I think it had like two seasons. Okay. I wouldn't have known of it otherwise. And it was a quirky little thing that I got to watch on Netflix. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So there you go. But um, one of the other bits of news that actually I probably should have mentioned earlier when we talked about it um, was Snowpiercer. It has landed an early renewal ahead of the premiere. Oh, yeah. Um, I heard about that. 
TNT announced we're getting a season three already before we've even seen season two. All right. Um, season two, like we said, debuts this week. Um, the series actually debuted as the number one new cable entertainment program last May um, with 3.3 million viewers across both TNT and TBS. And that was enough to bring this series the top new cable program in all of 2020. Wow. So definitely the popularity got it there, and they were like, well, sure, we've done season two, but let's go for another one. Mm. Yeah. Well, you also you expect something like that when the fact that uh, the season two premieres less than six months after the season one ended. Right. Right. <laughs> so it's, I think they, they think that this has a little bit of legs. And, I mean, you've got big names. All of a sudden, Sean Bean's in it. Mm-hmm. Um, right. Let's see how long he survives. Um, but... <laughs> Sorry. Well, since he's I the mean, title character of the train, he may be there at least for one season. No. They actually survived for a change. Yeah. Um, well, he did but... because she thought he killed him in the first place. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, he's already... Person... See, this is the first time he's died and come back from the dead that we know of. That's, That's true. true. They That's thought true. he was dead. Um, but it may be a while, of course, before we see season three, because if you think about you know various filming issues right now, COVID precautions are a little difficult when you have hundreds of people crammed on a train. Yeah. Okay. So it may be a while before they film a lot of it. Obviously, there's a lot of scenes in the show that are just a couple of people in a room. Right. But there's a lot of scenes that are also packed right. trains yeah, packed like when you have the, the tailies and stuff like that. Well, that so. in the filming on this, I'm assuming because it came so fast, they probably went season one right into season two, maybe a week or two off, and they went right into it. So they may have had most of this film before the lockdown happened. Exactly. Right. So, so you know, as with everything, we might have a bit of a wait, but we'll have to see. Mm-hmm. Uh, but with with Kylan and his gaming, he has he had some some good news about the game that he loves so much right now. Yeah, uh, so I'm a huge Call of Duty uh, Black Ops Cold War you? fan. No, oh, no, <laughs> you never would have guessed it. Never, not at all. But so uh, Call of Duty Black Ops uh, not only was the number one. Uh, selling a video game for the month of December in the last year. It is has a, ended up being the top seller for the entire year. Now, this game came out at the, uh, it was a early November yeah, 2020. So, <laughs> it, so it sold enough to be the top selling game for the year. Uh, now, Call of Duty has been ranked, the entire franchise has been ranked as a best-selling gaming franchise in the u.s market for a record 12th consecutive year so with all the like modern warfare uh the original call of duty series itself and the black ops uh offshoot all of it has kept it at the top i'm loving it modern warfare was second place from last year too yeah so so, call of duty had first and second for last year and see i i got into i got into modern warfare and i i was enjoying that but thing is Cold War, come on! I'm just saying. Obviously, uh, there's a lot of people that feel the same way about yeah, Cold so War. Yeah, so I'm not, and you know, I and you know, I I have to say, kind of proud of myself. I unlocked the Wakazashi. So those of you who know what I'm talking about, I'm kind of proud of myself. I don't know if I'm gonna bother trying to get the sledgehammer or get the street sweeper, but I got the Wakazashi. I have, I'm happy. I have, especially this past week, I have sat there and watched him. Over and over again, get shot in the head and all this stuff because he's trying to basically slit people's throat with his damn knife to get this damn wakazashi. Uh- <laughs> and you know the thing is, like now that I've done it, all of a sudden it's almost like all of a sudden like my eyes have just opened and like now I'm just running through because I'm not obsessed with you know trying to take people's heads off. And I've just been like going on full on kill streaks. I've been like, I don't know. <laughs> now you can get back to the rest of the other game. That's true. Yeah, yeah I, I can, can actually I, do the game and not I, I can multiplayer now, missions. I, yeah, I can now get get back to the uh to the campaign. So <laughs> Woo But anyway, <laughs> moving on. Um this this is something that uh, I mentioned while back when we would talk about the boys. Um, we now know that Hero Gasm is on the way. Oh my god! Um, the showrunner Eric Kripke has confirmed that here the Hero Gasm based storyline is coming in the third season. Um, now let me just explain this as as um, as nicely and as uncrassly as possible. Ah! Um, Good luck. It's basically a meta take on superhero crossovers and major events. 
Uh, what happens in the comic is they find out there's this major thing happening that might destroy the earth or the universe or whatever. And so all of these superhero teams have to get together and go defeat it. And basically it's a PR stunt for that section of it because basically um, all of the superhero teams get together on this private island area and have a massive orgy festival. <laughs> that sounds just like something from the boys. It Exactly. <laughs> Kripke actually tweeted from day one, everyone dared me to make this episode. Challenge met, mother. Mm. And, <laughs> and uh, in case you're wondering when this is going to happen, it'll be the sixth episode in the season. So it'll be kind of near the end of what is usually an eight episode run. But prepare yourselves. Um, I, I mean, obviously prepared like their nudity, everything, it, it'll all be out there and, and it'll be interesting to see cause there's a lot of crossover events during it. <laughs> I don't know how else to put it. Yeah. Oh my yeah. God. You, um, you thought it was fun watching game of Thrones. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, so there you go. Um, there, there's an entire like collected issue of the boys just called hero gasm. If you wanted to know what the exact mm-hmm. thing was, you can go just get that volume and uh, and read it um <clears throat> and then my last my last bit of news um totally on a different take uh we don't usually talk politics here but this one i kind of have to because it's hugely geeky now you remember it's been a couple years now um since we had the politician on who got sworn in with the captain america shield yeah okay so now we have even bigger power in place with a massive geek um, and it involves the president pro tem of the Senate. Uh, second in command of the U.S. Senate is now Vermont Senator Patrick Leahy, who saw, serves as president pro tem and basically makes him third in line to be president. So if something happens to the president and vice president, this man is president. I don't know where this one's and, coming you know, from. For today. The rest is the fact that he's a huge Batman fan. You may actually recognize his face or his words because he has written the foreword to the Dark Knight Archives, Volume 1, the preface essay for Batman Death of Innocence, the introduction to Green Arrow Archer's Quest, and the foreword for Detective Comics 80 Years of Batman. Yeah, I saw the headline about this this morning. (laughs) In addition, he has appeared in cameo roles in five Batman movies. Whoa. That would be Batman Forever, Batman and Robin, The Dark Knight, Dark Knight Rises, and Batman v Superman Dawn of Justice. He also voiced a politician in an episode of Batman the Animated Series. Awesome. So he kind of like the character maybe a little bit and even better than all of this is that Leahy has donated all of his acting earnings and royalties to charity with most of the funds going to the Kellogg Hubbard <laughs> library in Vermont where he fell in love with comics as a child that's awesome so cool see that's your bit of politics for the day <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was well worth sharing mm-hmm. uh, although there was another little geeky thing about inauguration day that many people who watched the concert caught. Um, you know how Inauguration Day spans the entirety of the day, basically. Yeah. If you watched the celebration later on, um, mm-hmm. there was a segment with Yo-Yo Ma, and he was doing Amazing Grace on his cello. Mm-hmm. Um, he actually started Amazing Grace with the, the the beginning of the intro music to Star Trek. Oh, cool. <laughs> you can- I have to go back and check it out. Yeah, you can find the video online. It's got just like the first few the first few notes of that and then he goes into Amazing Grace. Because Star Trek fans were 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 big fundraisers, put it that way. So we won't get into any more politics, but that uh, that that <laughs> geekiness happened. That's cool. Right, cool. <laughs> That's all my news. That That's all the news you got? News. Well, Vicky and I we forgot. There is one show we finished up this week that um have you guys ever checked out Miracle Workers on TBS? No. This might be it's a um, show similar. The concept is similar idea to um, American Horror Story and some of the other ones, where each season is a totally new story, same actors. Okay. But let me bring up the IMDb because the actors in this one is um, two of the actors and executive producers are Steve Buscemi and Daniel Radcliffe. Okay. And uh, and the whole show's got all kinds of other people you're going to recognize, but the first season is about Heaven Incorporated. And it's all the angels and everybody taking care of stuff on Earth. Steve Buscemi plays God. Oh, my gosh. Who is okay. extremely helpless. <laughs> Completely helpless. He can't do anything on his own. And it is amazing. Daniel Radcliffe and the um, 
uh, I gotta, I have to look this up. Hang on. So I got the name of the main, the lead actress, but um, the two of them work in the Department of Miracles or answered prayers, and so they have to answer prayers. Uh, yeah, Geraldine Viswanath, I believe, is um the lead actress, but um, and God decide finally decides, you know what, I'm done. So he's he set, has this bomb set up set up to just destroy the entire universe in eight days. Well, she originally was working in dirt, and got tired of working in dirt. Yeah, and transferred. <laughs> she transferred to mirror, to um answer prayers. So um, but she they're like, wait a minute, the Earth's worth saving. So they make a deal with God. Where um, if they can answer what, because all the prayers that come in, it's some an, of them are impossible. answerable, some are totally impossible. The Technically, the, all the totally impossible ones get sent to God, and he gets to look at it, which he obviously doesn't look at any of that stuff. <laughs> so, yeah. But they take one impossible prayer. If they can answer that, they'll save the world. <laughs> and the entire okay. six, seven episodes for the first season is them trying to get the – and what it is is it's two – basically, it would be geeky people that um, they both met. And then as they're walking away, they made a prayer saying, man, let this be the one. But the, both of them are so socially inept and stuff that they don't realize the other one felt this way. So the entire okay. season is trying to get the two of them. And the idea is they have to kiss in order to make to be that this is the one. <laughs> so the entire season is them. And it's a comedy. They're trying to figure this out. And they by, and obviously it's a, uh, they figured out in the end because that's the way these stories work. But um, that what they had in the show Cupid. Do you remember the show Cupid? Didn't they have to get them to kiss in order to for yeah. for Cupid to get credit for it? Yeah, yeah, but I'm sorry, I, I just yeah. remember that show. Well, yeah. this I one I, they destroyed I, the city. Yeah, but the whole thing was we didn't know if, if Cupid was really Cupid or not. Or if he was just crazy. crazy. Yeah, yeah. Well, and the thing is, to answer the prayers and stuff, they actually have certain things they can do. Like there's one spot where um she's getting too close to this one guy, so they have a button that says appendix, and they burst his appendix right there. But they did the wrong oh. one. <laughs> they ended up getting the wrong person or something. No, no, no. They he was going to go to the uh, pizza shop instead. So they they did it to the pizza owner. Yeah, so we had to close the shop. <laughs> There's all, all kinds oh. of like a freak tornado happens in one like block in New York, and that's it. <laughs> it's oh. crazy. So oh. sudden, dude, you guys will love this. But the second season, then all of a sudden, they go back to medieval times, <laughs> and now it's about peasants oh. and the tyrannical king. <laughs> And, um, well, for, uh, for us, uh, Steve Buscemi plays, what was his name, Eric? Something like that. Eric Poop Shoveler, but obviously they, they I have to use Geek Watch One language here. <laughs> his job, and everybody, everybody in the, um, in the village, that whatever their job is, that's their last name. So his oh, job, wow. they don't have toilets, so he goes through and takes care, and the next, everybody just does, takes a corner of their house and uses that, and he goes through every morning and <laughs> removes it. And that's his job. And then he's in the lead lead girl, who's the lead girl from the first season, and so it's his daughter. So she's learning, has to learn the family business, but she's extremely uh, smart. She um she went to college or in university was one day they taught her that the Earth is flat and something else. Okay, you've graduated college, <laughs> <laughs> but she's always reading. Her best friend is um her job. She finally ends up beca- getting into a convent and being a nun, even though they're, they sit, they like sit on top of one of the roofs and watch the executions and stuff drinking. Dude, it, this show is great. Cause like I said, the second season is a totally new story, but with the same cast. Okay. And Daniel Radcliffe, um, the son, the father is this tyrannical King. That's, um, all, all about tyranny and making sure that I'm in charge and all this stuff. His son is Daniel Radcliffe. Who's the to- exact opposite. Totally. Once again, totally inept has no, he's, what you think of as a pampered prince? Uh, he, okay. He's got him in the um in the viceroy that um basically take, helps take care of him, does everything for him, and and his like gaggle of geese. He takes care of his ten geese. No, they're okay. ducks. Oh no, ducks. They're ducks. Yes. So, d- right. dude, you, you guys, and the first season's like seven episodes at like a ha- twenty twenty five minutes each. Second season That's was right. 10 episodes in like 25 minutes. So it's easy to blow right through. And it was hilarious. And Vicky just saw that actually it has been renewed for a third season. The second season just ended uh, the, at the beginning of January. It was, it's all on HBO max Okay. now, but it is hilarious. And it, for something to just sit down, not think about and just watch it. It's hilarious. Well, I'll give you an idea. The opening scene is they're following a chicken as it's walking through, knocking stuff over and doing crazy things in the town until it gets its head chopped off. Yeah. That's the opening credits. <laughs> for the second season. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, this thing is it, it is hilarious. The uh, towards the end there's a giant siege happening and they're running around with like a um metal mu- buckets on their heads so the arrows don't land on them. 
and they all pile in the um, poop cart. Yeah. No, like I said, you guys should take a watch some of this and see what. I mean, like I said, the executive producers, two of them are Steve Buscemi and Daniel Radcliffe. So, right. right. That's because he he pissed off a princess because princess wanted to was supposed to marry Radcliffe's character and he refused. So she's yeah. like, "I'm going to burn your village," and she does. <laughs> it does sound a lot like Blackadder. Because, it does, sound, yeah. Because when they were in the the Renaissance time with the prince and he didn't want to do anything, right? And he was completely inept, and Blackadder did everything for him. Yeah, it sounds a lot like them. So yeah, you. Should- in if, World War Two and in yeah yeah, yeah. Well, like I said, this one's on HBO Max. So if you guys get a chance to, I want to hear what you think about it. it. It's it's funny stuff, and it's just turn off the brain, sit back, and just watch comedy. Right. Mm. So this how this past like earlier of the month yeah. was. Right. So, <laughs> but other than that, I don't know. Do we have anything else on our side, Biggie? No, we've just been working. Yeah. So we're a little light light on where we're normally at, but that's fine. I mean, did you guys have anything else you want to cover before we call it a day? Last- so, yeah, we were, yeah, we we went long last week. So, mm-hmm. so well, we're Geeksters, uh, a lot of news and things today, but one thing we don't get that I'd like to know is, um, what do you guys think of the show? We've done almost 300 episodes of Geek Watch 1. What is it that you guys keep coming back to listen to? You can let us know. www.geekwatch1.com. You can get a hold of us. You can... Um, let us know what your thoughts. Um, if you really, really like the show, go to Apple Podcasts and leave us a review. It's been a while since we've had any there, I believe. Tell so, them get reviews. <laughs> yeah. And the, be- and the more you do, the be- easier it is for other people to find the show. So if you really, really love us, you've been here for three, almost 300 episodes now. I think we're like 270-something, which is crazy. The next episode is six years. Yeah, six wow. Years, That's sneaking up on us. Six years <laughs> of doing this show. Like I said, go to www.geekwatch1.com. Also, you can go to all of our social media accounts. Anywhere, everywhere, put in Geekwatch1, and um, you'll find us. Miss Dawn, make sure we are everywhere that's available. So um, put Geekwatch1 into the search bar. If you don't find us, let us know, and Miss Dawn will take care of that problem. Hey, I'll, I'll hear from you in any form. If it's letting us know that we're not somewhere, then that's fine. Just send an email, send a text. Send a Facebook message. I've been getting Facebook messages at least. Yeah. <laughs> also, hey, if you if you text Miss Dawn because you don't want and you don't want to send the full message there, send her um get a hold of her and you could probably send carrier pigeon. She'll tell you how to get it to her. <laughs> <laughs> but you can email us, geekwatch1 at gmail.com. We are proud members of the Tangibound Network at tangiboundnetwork.com and Weebie Geeks Podcast Collective at weebiegeekspc.com. Then also, you can go on the internet and find our friends, Charlie Murphy with Stray Dog, um, Akron, Cafe 388, and the Akron Pickle. You can look up Stray Dog Akron or Cafe 388 on all social media or just on Google and you'll find him. And then finally, our friends over at the Pop Insider and the Toy Insider. If you want to know what the um, hottest toy is out on the market and what it li- what it's like, how's all the reviews on it, let it, check out the Toy Insider. It's all there. Uh, other than that, for Dawn and Kylan and Vicky and myself, just remember. No matter where you go, there you are.